Hi, this is Cameron. And I'm Jorge Luis. And today we have team from the Chapel of the Cross and Holy Cross Simpsonville. It is our blessing to have them here with us, so let's start now. Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Welcome to the Educational Hope Hopecast. I'm Cameron Graham Vivanco. And I am Jorge Luis Rodriguez. I'm the co-founder of Equals H and the director of the program here in Ecuador. And I am the coordinator of teams and training for Equals H in Ecuador as well. And you're back. I am back. <laughs> We've had to impersonate you the last couple of months. <laughs> Um, Educational Hope exists to provide for the education of those in desperate and difficult situations. And of course, our main hope and goal for this podcast is to keep you, our dear listeners, supporters, and friends all over the world informed as to what is happening with our ministry down here in Ecuador. Because we can't do it without you. Absolutely not. Well, first of all, welcome back, Jorjito. It's so Thank glad to you. see your face. I am back here in the podcast. I missed it. Um, and it's not like I haven't seen your face, just not behind, behind a microphone. <laughs> Probably just not heard my voice in the podcast. In the podcast, yes. <laughs> had, had lots of fun um, having people impersonate you, though. Yeah, yeah, I have heard it. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> it's hilarious. I don't think he thinks it's hilarious. But um, today <laughs> we uh, continue with what is happening here in Ecuador. And right now, uh, Teams is what is happening. And so we're so excited to have three more beautiful guests Ooh. here with us um, from the Chapel of the Cross and Chapel Hill and Holy Cross Simpsonville. That was very considerate of y'all to um, make sure that each church had cross in the name so we could just call you the cross team. <laughs> um, so would you please be so kind as to introduce yourself where you are from and why, like what got, what got you at Ecuador? Like why, why, why are you here? Who'd like to go first? I can go first. Yay. Um, my name is Laura Reller and I'm- Hi, Laura. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. <laughs> yeah, you do. I um, am from Chapel Hill, North Carolina, Chapel of the Cross, and um, I feel like my relationship, even though this is my first time in Ecuador, um, is, goes way back because Cameron and I actually went to high school together. We were friends in the 80s. Yes. <laughs> we don't need to say how many years ago that was. Oh, um, it was the 80s. <laughs> um, but anyway, we went to field hockey camp together in the mountains. Um and we went to youth group together and lot, lots of things that we don't need to get into today, but we had fun. <laughs> um, so I feel like that seed was planted 30 years ago. Um, and then we each have been doing our different life adventures. Um, and I um, was asked by some folks at Chapel of the Cross to join in on some Zoom calls mm -hmm. during COVID. Um, I was pretty... It was pretty stressful because I was working um, in the hospital during COVID, and it was really hard, um, but I was invited to do the Zoom calls. Because you are a pediatric nurse yeah. practitioner, we should throw that out there. Okay. Like, you weren't, like, mopping the floors. Not right. that we definitely need those people as well, and so incredibly grateful for their service. And you were carrying a different sort of stress right. um, during COVID because right. of that. And so when they asked me if I could help... Um, do some interpreting on the calls, I was a little scared um, because I haven't done that role before. I speak Spanish with my patients, but I don't 
the interpreter role is a whole other ballgame. Um, but I went for it. Um, my daughter, Esperanza, um, joined me. Um, my um, And we had a great time during those calls. During this was the, of, um, yeah. the virtual short-term mission. Yes. So this is because we talked all about that in an episode or two. And you yeah. you are fruit of a virtual short-term team. Look yeah. at that. Speaking of fruit, Cameron, um, one of the calls that we had, Reverend Lourdes had a um, picture that she had put up during one of our, our sessions. And it was a picture of a tree. Um, and it was, I don't remember if they're like, they're, it was, the tree was being watered and they was talking about love and relationships and growing fruit. Um, that, oh, well, that brings us further along, but we'll get to that later. Anyway, during all of the calls, um, it just, it became clear that this was where I was meant to have a relationship and keep, um, growing with the team. Um, and then when Stan and Jackie invited my family to come to Ecuador, again, a little hesitant, but let's go for it. So um, I, the team has been gracious to let my husband, Esteban, my older daughter, Esperanza, my younger daughter, Alma, um, age 15 and age 6, to all come on this team. Mm. Um, and it's been amazing. Um, and we... It's interesting because um, my daughter helped design a T-shirt for the team that was John 15 and talking about growing fruit. And so that just, again, this has just been like seeds planted, trees growing, relationships, you know, growing, and then the fruit that's um, just wonderful and things have happened. Mm -hmm. So that's brought me, that what's brought me here. And I don't want to take up too much time. I want to let these other <laughs> ladies talk too. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, I'm Catherine Green. I'm from Chapel of the Cross in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. And this is my fourth trip to Ecuador. And what drew me here was <coughs> Cameron grew up in the church I attend, as well as some of the other people that have been on the mission trip. Mission experience. Yes, self-correction. <laughs> that is great learning. Um journey or experience <laughs> and the reason I keep coming back is because I enjoy meeting new people and experiencing new things and think that education equals hope is definitely the fruit of the tree showing helping families that need it desperately here in Ecuador as many as many other locations as mm -hmm. well. Thank you, thank, thank you. Thank you. And I'm Ann Smith, and I'm from Simpsonville, South Carolina. Um, Holy Cross is my church home. Uh, this is my fourth team. Um, shout out to Sharon James for bringing me the first time in 2015 here, here. on a vision vision team, um, which was an amazing experience and planted the seed for me. Um, and there was no other option than coming back. And so I made a commitment to come every two years for as long as I'm able uh, to come and visit and hug my friends. Uh, I don't overstate it when I say that this is a second home for me. Walking into Cristo is like walking into Holy Cross. Um, we don't hug and kiss each other quite as much, but that's okay. <laughs> we, we come close. It's a close second. Um, I think we see each other on a very deep and abiding level. There's a lot of love and joy 
And so uh, why wouldn't I come back? That's mm-hmm. a better question. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that the experience bringing along new people that haven't come has increased my joy greatly, watching them, see, seeing them in their faces what I must have been like my first time. And you saw me the first time. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's an amazing experience. And I think as North Americans, we tend to, and our friends, I'm sure, think that we're here as missioners and that we're bringing Jesus to other people and what they don't understand and what we can't adequately express is that's not exactly what's happening here. Mm-hmm. I think I gain far more than I give mm-hmm. every single time I come. So, Beautiful sign of God's economy. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. So uh, the, the next question I have for you is, has there been anything surprising? What has surprised you? Uh, this go around. And you guys are only day three. I mean, you're, this is not the end of your time. This is still kind of even in the first half. Right. Um, well, I haven't ever been on a journey such as this one. Um, but I think what surprises me the most is we have the group coming from North Carolina and the group coming from South Carolina. Um, and none of us knew each other. I mean, you know, each Across person. state lines. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and just seeing how we have grown and um, together, and it's, it feels like we've been friends forever. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just been wonderful communication, um, teamwork, um, and I think that's what surprises me the most because I thought, we don't know them at all. Oh my, <laughs> what's this going to be like? Um, and it's just been wonderful experience and I think we're we're going to be lifelong friends. Absolutely. I think the thing that has surprised me the most was after I came for my first experience in Ecuador, I decided that I wanted to sponsor a child and with education equals hope. And we'll just quick pause go woot woot. <laughs> That's so critically important. And I want there was no way I could not do it because the work that's being done is just so phenomenal. And it doesn't just affect one person in the family that's a scholarship. It affects the whole family. The support that the organization gives the whole family is phenomenal. Well, yesterday I was in Cristo and I was right next to the door and in walks this 12-year-old young man and... I went, oh, my gosh, because his Axel and his family did know that I was on the ground, but I had not seen them yet. And he, on his own, came and sought me out at the church yesterday. And just to be able to hug and to hold him again was just phenomenal. And it's just like Anne has said, we have our second families here. Mm-hmm. And you've been in relationship with Axel and his family for four or five Years, years now. And so that, that growth process from seven, eight years old to 12, there's a lot that happened. There's a lot that's happened. And little boys aren't very communicative with adults in general. But he, I was so surprised when he walked in on his own, not with a group from his family or anything. He came, And he's hopefully to be able to come back this afternoon as well. Oh, that makes me happy. This is my fourth team, so very little surprises me. But uh, another <laughs> shout-out to Michael Cruz, who um, is 
I don't even know how to describe what Michael is to me. He's a heart friend, I guess is the best way to put it. He is someone that I met when he was a little boy, and that would have been in 2016. Um, And I was just so blessed to be able to work in his family's home, re-roofing the house. That was rough work, but fun. Um, And Michael, because he was young, couldn't do much, and me, because I'm short, low to the ground, (laughs) couldn't do a whole lot. Mm -hmm. So I spent time with the kids, and Michael and I bonded over 80s music and danced and sang and just enjoyed one another and developed a friendship out of that that is just lingered. It's growing more and more. And like and Laura, you guys communicate correct. That's what's regularly happening. on a regular basis on WhatsApp or Face. Wait, always WhatsApp, uh, Facebook Messenger. <laughs> um, we FaceTime. <laughs> um, his mother has been very good. Veronica has been very good about sending their voices to me, and I mm. will send mine to him. I made a commitment to Michael that I would attempt. I'm 57, so it's not easy to learn Spanish. <laughs> Um, and I'm still doing that. And I said, if I do it, you have to learn English. So most of our communications now are in English, which is good. Yeah. Good for me. Good. But yes, we do. And we thank you because I've told Michael that if he can learn English well, we'd love to hire him yes. to be one of our bilingual translators and, and hosts. So That's wonderful. There's I'll, a little extra I push. To did not know that you had offered that. That's wonderful. That's, that's, that's a good thing for me to push, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot express to you what it means to me to have Michael and his entire family down here. And the communication between all of us is ongoing and will be forever. And the the vision of Education Equals Hope is the reason why. Mm -hmm. And the ripple effects through the community of Education Equals Hope Mm -hmm. are profound. And and so I see it every day and talking to him and now his little sister, um, it, the entire family. I mean, they're a part of they're a piece of me now. And I am for them, too. I know that. But having the virtual mission team was amazing because covid was hard and I'm in healthcare too. So how many of those <laughs> virtuals did you see me with wet hair and my pajamas on? Looking <laughs> like I was dead dog tired. And I mean, I apologize for it, but it is what it is. At least yeah. I was there, right? Yeah. But Celeste, shout out to Celeste. Yeah. Celeste Bundy. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> she would break out into small groups and right. would, would, as much as possible, put me in with Michael and Teresita. Mm. And so I could have one-on-one communications with Michael, which was awesome because I could see his face and I could see his family and I could see him in his environment. He could see me in mine, which he had never seen really. So I think for people that think it's hard to maintain that relationship, it really isn't. It isn't. It's, it's just about making a commitment to do it. And the the desire is there from both ends. And when there is a desire, meet in the middle. And that's where you go and you grow together. So mm-hmm. You know, the, yesterday when Michael surprised me, I didn't think I would see him until Saturday. So I had resigned myself to that, and it was fine um, because he works. He works all day, and then he goes to school at night. So he just literally didn't have the time. And so um, at 57, slinging <laughs> sledgehammers is a little harder than I'm used to. So I was taking a moment and laying next to the altar to rest, a little siesta, had my hat over my face and was about asleep. And I heard uh, Lourdes, Mother Lourdes, say my name. And I was like, that's unusual. So I sit up. And here comes Michael. Mm-hmm. And he had the biggest smile. And it was was absolutely overjoyed because he had surprised me. <laughs> and it was wonderful. And that embrace was just great. And we were both weeping. 
And um, there are pictures on Facebook to prove that um, I can be hard sometimes. I'm an eight on the Enneagram. Mm -hmm. I don't cry a lot, but I was crying yesterday. And I put that picture up for a reason because that's good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But that was my surprise moment, and I don't surprise easy. <laughs> <laughs> Michael is phenomenal, as is his sister and mom and uncle and grandmother. And just oh, so Teresita and so I grateful. have known each other. I know. She is my sister in every way possible. And, you know, one thing I will say about Cristo and part of the culture, mm-hmm. um, greeting each other with a kiss you can't help but look into each other's eyes. And we don't do that in North America like you do it here. And we should because you see each other. The mm-hmm. eyes are the window, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you go in for a kiss, you can't help but look at the person, right? <laughs> you don't want to miss, <laughs> right? Right, you don't want to miss. <laughs> you don't miss. Right cheek to yeah. right cheek. <laughs> exactly. So um, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. It's the kiss of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. And you can't help but see each other. And that so, community, I was yes. I was talking with um, someone yesterday. There's a podcast that I that I am thoroughly enjoying on neuroscience mm-hmm. um, and neuroplasticity, and um, being known is our you know God created us with that deep deep desire to be known and to be known by God and be known by the people around us. And we come into the world looking for who's looking for us, right. and oh. so that healing. Uh, yeah. The healing that happens when you are seen and when Michael knows that someone's looking for him and Axel knows that someone's looking for him. Just really, really beautiful, really special. What a privilege to get to be a part of that. Um, The next question, as though we haven't talked about this, (laughs) um, is where have you you seen God move? Where have we not? Right. That would be the easier question. That would be the easier question. Every second of every minute of every day that I've been here so far, um, have to put it to one that's very challenging. Um, well, I think for me, doing those Zoom calls, <clears throat> it was it was great. But I just being able to see all of those faces in person um, has been just wonderful um, because that's where you know, like you were just talking about seeing somebody in their eyes, seeing their smile in person, um, and all the smiles, everybody smiling at each other. Um, And not everybody speaks English, not everybody speaks Spanish. Um, You know, there's there's a mix there. Um, And over the course of the past couple of days, I think the one one spot that I really saw that is there was a sweet girl um, named Valentina who (laughs) wanted to play with my younger daughter, Alma. At Cristo. At Cristo. Mm-hmm. Um, and she came up to me and said in Spanish, how do I play with her? I don't know if she speaks Spanish. Um, and so I told her in Spanish, um, well, she knows a little bit, but not. she's learning. Um, but I'm sure we can work it out. And I took them outside to play. Um, and then I was out of it. They were playing tag and playing soccer and they were communicating, um, even though Valentina, I don't know, she might know a little bit of English, I'm not sure. Um, Alma knows a little bit of Spanish. Um, I'm sure that she doesn't know a whole lot yet. Um, we're working on it. Um, but they communicated with love and smiles. And I mean, that's just one example of many. Um, 
all the, just one little child child example of the love and the relationships that are that are growing through mm-hmm. through these churches and equals H and the whole umbrella of organizations that are making all these relationships and growth possible for all of us. Thank you. I think the way I've seen God is to just look out a window where we're staying at the hostel and seeing the mountains. And we actually saw the volcano smoke yesterday. Dun-dun-dun. Yeah. (laughs) But that was—but just looking out, I can't— I would have trouble under I have trouble understanding how somebody could not believe that there is a God because he's everywhere. He's brought these groups of te- teams together for this experience. He's brought us to Cristo. He's helped me who does not speak very little Spanish at all. But that's never been a problem. I've learn to use Google Translate <laughs> when I communicate with Axel and his family. And there's always been somebody literally a arm's length away that helps me as far as translating for me. So God gave me translators. He gave me Google Translate. He gave me a chance to give back to the world and to Ecuador just a little bit of what I've been so blessed with. Mm. I agree with that. And it's given Ecuador a chance to love into us, too, right? Right. Um, I think last night singing together with uh, Chapel of the Cross, Holy Cross, and Cristo, just singing with joy. And there are, again, videos on social media. Check it out. <laughs> and smiles and dancing and, and Lourdes with her tambourine and <laughs> dancing. And I mean, just the joy in the room. And it was 9 o'clock and we were tired and dragging, but the joy just lifted us up. And that would be the first thing. And the second, and this one gets me every time. But in the service, when we do the Our Father, mm. and we do it in our native language, and we all end with Amen, that, that Amen is the most profound Amen ever. And I don't know about you guys, but when I'm in church at Holy Cross, often, um, he's sitting on the back row with my friends, my sisters, and we'll look at each other and we're like, <clears throat> they're doing the same thing mm. in Quito. They're at yeah. Cristo doing exactly what we're doing. And they're saying Amen when we say Amen. And yeah. that's cool. That's mm. really cool. It's deep, mm-hmm. right? It is. So that's that's a God moment, international. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you guys. Thank you so, so very much for coming down, for believing in E equals H, and for believing in what we do and how we do it. Thanks for walking with us. Sure. Um, and we look forward to what God has in store. Yeah. If you'd like to be a part of E equals H, uh, if you'd like to bring a team uh, email Celeste at educationalshope.org. If you'd like to be an intern, email Caroline at educationalshope.org. Um, and if you would like to financially support a student like Axel or Michael, um, their siblings, uh, please go to educationalshope.org and look for the Donate Now button. You can choose Ecuador, you can choose Cristo Liberador, you can choose Rwanda or Uganda or any country <laughs> that, um, that God has put on your heart. And we're so thankful that you'd be a part of this journey with us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. ma'am. Yes. Can I just say one quick thing? Absolutely. When you were saying about um, 
I just had a vision um, from yesterday mm-hmm. when we were building, helping build the new church site, mm-hmm. and the walls were coming down and the sky opened up. And I just want to say to anybody who's thinking of coming on a trip, please don't feel limited by your age. We've had from age six up to uh, 80 80s, 80s. 80s. Um, Margaret was probably 80. Young, old, and everybody was working together to paint, build, work together from the three churches. And just please don't feel like you're not enough because you are. Everybody's enough and everybody's working together. And they have something to give. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for that encouragement. Okay. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Adios. Thanks for listening to our HopeCast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage, www.educationequalshope.org, or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.